Brighton. Uh, we are Brighton's own on URF. Uh, I hope this is working. And we were told we could start 20 minutes early because our guest got here. We all got here very early. Um, we were all here bright and early for this show. But, um, oh, that's a nice noise. Uh, I am Teddy. And I am Ren. And we are Brighton Zone. And we are here to welcome Silk Tape. There's one of us. There's one whole Silk Tape here today. One whole Silk Tape. Oh, wait. One whole Silk Tape is here, here I am. now. This one whole Silk Tape has arrived <laughs> in the room as if by magic. As if by magic. <laughs> yeah. They're here. Um... Yeah, so welcome. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. We had a whole talk before this. We've been here for about 20 minutes before someone told us we could start early, which is very nice of them. Um, but yeah, uh, how how are you, Ren? I'm very good, thank you. I'm coming to the end of a sickness, but I am good. It's how just that time of year, isn't it? It so yeah. is. It so is. Um, I got sick. Have you been sick yet? Oh my goodness, about like five or six times over the winter season. Yes. It's been, it's just been relentless. I thought I had a sinus infection, but then I went to the doctor and he was like, no, you've just had three colds on top yeah. of each other. Yeah, no, I had exactly the same Jeez. thing. Um, so much so that I'd like developed like laryngitis off the back of it and my oh, vocal cords no. were just inflamed, which is great as a singer, of course. That's not, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah no, that was brilliant. Especially I was recording that weekend as well. It was, a, no. it was an ordeal. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, do you want to say what you uh, do in the band? Who so, Silk Tape is? I, so, we are Silk Tape. Um, we are... Uh, say we're, we're basically we're basically a pop band, to be honest, but we're, we're quite heavy. We're an emotive... We're kind of like an emotive pop band. Kind of like... If um, if you were in Milton Keynes in 2022 <laughs> when Mike M came back, you'll probably enjoy our music. Um, I am the front person. I, I write a lot of the music. I sing all of the music. That's kind of my role. Um yeah. Normally I'd be flanked by my, my sweet little guys, um, but they are all just scattered about the place, to be honest, today. I don't know where they are. I'll have to look under the sofa or something. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my my boyfriend Harrison is outside mm. the studio right now listening, and he just texted me, I don't think you're broadcasting. We are. We are. Okay. Are we live? <laughs> okay, are we fantastic. Live? Are we even broadcasting right now? Yeah. Um, whew, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Harrison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Uh yeah, so um, you have had a very interesting week, a very interesting start to the week. Will yeah. you tell us about yeah. your sun? Was it Sunday night? Sunday it was Sunday night, yeah. yeah. Um, so I got to support a band that I've, I think, what well, all of us, to be fair, have been listening to for a very long time, um, which is um, it's very rare when you get these opportunities come about where you're just kind of like, Oh my goodness, I love this band. I get to play with them. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, they're uh, an American like okay, emo band called Michael Sarah Palin. If you haven't listened to them, do yourself a favour and get them in your ears. They are absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, no, it was just one of those shows where everything was fantastic. Um, going to have to shout out Sugar Free and Love Thy Neighbour for putting it on. They're just two absolute pillars of the right music community. Um, thanks for putting on consistently brilliant rock shows. Love you. Love you guys. Um, but no, it was just one of those nights where um, we were opening. People turned up to watch us, which is always great when you're opening. Sometimes there's that little bit of um, little bit of uh, anticipation. But um, yeah, it was really busy. It was really fun. Um, yeah. had a really good time. Sometimes music is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sometimes. Most occasionally, of the, most, yeah. most, most of the time. Um, I guess, do you ever get that fear? I don't know. It just crossed my mind that, like, there must be a fear, not to, you know, give you an existential crisis or anything. When oh, you open, them, don't worry. <laughs> when you open for someone that, like, you know, people do that thing where they're like, oh, I don't want to go see the opening mm. band. I'll just, I'll come, like, 30 minutes late, wait yeah. in a long line. So this is kind of, so with, like, opening for people, I mean, um, 
typically in Brighton these days, we like to pretend that we're really important and headline as many gigs as possible. But um, when we do open for people, um, I think it's just really nice to s- just do your best to set the tone for the people that are there. I mean, you just kind of want to get the energy going. You kind of want to get people in the mindset to have a really good time for the headline band. Um, I think in doing so, we can kind of give people the most authentic version of us as well, um, which means they might be more likely to come and find us when we're when we're doing our own thing, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just all about bringing that good vibe straight away. Um, and then hopefully some of that good vibes will drag those kind of like people into the room that may be floating around the bar downstairs. Yeah, well, yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. And I hope this does too. I hope yeah, this yeah. really helps people yeah. listen to more Brighton-based bands, yeah. this, this show yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, you shouted out some before, but you got any Brighton-based bands that you're listening to right now? Um, I've been listening to, on the way here, I've been listening to um, there's a band called I Feel Fine, who are, again, they are Brighton Brighton legends, really, I'd, I'd, I'd call them. They've been playing about for a very long time. Um, they were on main support for this gig at Michael Serapain, and to be honest, I just haven't stopped listening to them since, um, since yeah. I played with them. Um, love them to pieces, to be honest. Um, other brands in Brighton, I, I, I couldn't go on air without shouting out Everyday Saints. Um, mainly yeah. because I'm, I play guitar in them as well sometimes. So. Yeah, every yeah. Saints, they're coming on soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are they? I think maybe two weeks. Oh, fantastic. They're um, very cool. Yeah, send Pip my regards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. send Jay my regards, uh, Gaz, and uh, yeah, all of them love, them, love them all to pieces. They're all wonderful. They're very cool. They yeah, were yeah. very nice to talk to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, they're, no, they're absolutely wonderful. I'm definitely not biased in any way, shape, or form. I definitely haven't been doing any like session work with them at all. <laughs> yeah, I know, of course yeah. not. Yeah. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I know that we were briefly mentioning it earlier, but do you want to tell the listeners how you ended up in Brighton and how you got into Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. So um, I, um, well, if we want to go right back to the start, um, I started doing, I don't know if this is at all evident in kind of like how I carry myself or present myself, um, but I, I started out in musical theatre at a very, very young age. Didn't we all? Yeah, we all oh, started yes, in theatre, darling. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um it wasn't until I got to about um, 14, 15, where I was like, well, I love this kind of performing thing that I'm doing, but I'm kind of, you know, I started listening to music with electric guitars in it and was like, well, I kind of kind of prefer that to what I'm doing. So I started playing covers. Uh, I'm from the West Country in England, um, where there's, at the time, at least when I was doing that, there wasn't as much scope, at least in the town where I was from, to kind of like play my own sad little music. Um, started playing some covers, um, loved doing that, and then eventually started um, singing covers as well. Um, but then I had all these feelings that I just wanted to get out. So um, I basically threw a dart on a map, um, um, picked out Brighton. Heard I'd actually never, never visited before when I moved here. Um, I took a complete chance on it. I knew that... Um, knew there were places to study music here. Um, I'd known people that had had a good time here. Um, so I moved here as a way to express myself a little bit more authentically. Um, and I've been doing exactly that since. Yeah, yeah just yeah. years of um, self-expression through music and otherwise. And it's just been um, such a wonderful place for me to be in terms of not just music, but also as a human being. Um, I just think it's a really wonderful city. Um, it's a great place for anyone creative or otherwise. Um, and it's just very much my home now. Brighton is so good for like music stuff. Like I'd say music stuff, but just I want to I want to narrow it down a little bit more. But there is nothing to narrow down. It's just such a good city for everything. Music. I think you can really like you feel like you can be yourself here. Especially. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. yeah, um, Again, not to throw too much shade at the West, but I just feel like I can definitely be. Yes. I can definitely be my my authentic me here. It's um. It's it's so beautiful and 
just I mean I don't know anybody that lives in Brighton that's like yeah it's just not for me yeah you know what yeah. I mean it kind of yeah. weeds out those people I think absolutely Definitely. it would be lovely if it was a little bit like kinder on my, on my, on my plastic on my bank balance Ooh, that, yes. that'd be, that'd be, yes. that would yeah. be lovely mm-hmm. <laughs> but we move but we but we move yeah. um so yeah, you've talked about like you. I mean, you mm. played that show on Sunday. Yeah. Um, what has been? I don't want to say favorite because mm. obviously, like, what is favorite? Yes, but of course. What is? What has been your best experience playing a show at any venue? Like, what's um, your best? So it has pretty much as much as we've kind of like we've been about the place in terms of um where we've where we've played. We've kind of like last year especially we kind of like ventured further north than than we have done before. We made it all the way up, made it all the way up to the lofty. Lofty heights of Birmingham, um, <laughs> but um, where Brighton very much kind of like not only like spiritually is our home, it, it very much it's where like obviously where we're based here. It's where a lot of um, people that are kind of interested in what we're doing are, like come. So we we started to put on our own our own headlines last year, and that was just a ridiculous experience. The first time that we like so, we sold out a venue um, like the size of like the Green Door store for a show that was about us and yeah. that was just an absolutely surreal experience that so many people were invested in songs that I'm essentially writing in my dressing gown yeah. um you know with with my best friends and it's just it's crazy to me that so many people have become invested to the point where they all want to come out and um I think that was a really special moment um I had one moment last year actually as well um where we were playing a gig it was around November time um, and I clocked somebody at the back of the room who I'd never met in my life before. I had no recollection of this person's face, who they were. Uh, and they just knew all the words to at least like two, three of our songs, um, which is crazy because we've only got two, three of them out. So um, they'd obviously just amazing. been sat at home, just like like listening to, again, aforementioned dressing gown music. Um, and that was just, um, for me as well, I was just kind of there like, it's actually a little bit emotional. I'm like, holy guacamole what on earth is going on there um yeah um last year was a really good one for us the band i guess i've kind of like i've taken your question i've run with it um yeah yeah but um yeah last year was just a really really good experience for for us in general to be honest and um we're hoping that this year is going to be similarly positive really i hope that as well yeah i've got everything crossed i don't think i could cross any more of my appendages on this one (laughs) fingers toes you name it i've got them crossed yeah i mean you 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 speak about writing in your dressing gown. Is there any other like little rituals or things that you have when you're like writing or really getting into the mood to make music? Honestly, it just happens. Um, yeah. I have some evenings where I have kind of like I feel like okay, I really want to get. I'm kind of feeling a certain way, and I really want to get it out. And I will sit down and will spend about three four hours just kind of you know um, trying to churn out a new song and getting just going around in the musical equivalent of circles to be honest um but then there are other times where just um i'll just be doing 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 my business and something will just come into i'll just be just, yeah just, just doing my day and just something will come into my head i'm like all right sugar i need to need to get this down um yeah um and it will just drop everything that i can possibly drop to kind of like start writing and we've had like um our last release which is a while back now is a song called jaded i that was about yes. two hours of my life that, oh, wow. that whole song um sometimes these things just happen um wish it happened every day It'd be a lot more productive if it, if it did <laughs> yeah. um but yeah in terms of rituals i guess for me it just it's one of, I, I find as a writer it just kind of happens when it happens really mm-hmm. 
I have um, so I have my I have, I have a little space in in where I live. I've got a little little desk area with all my all my creative bits. Which is um, if I do feel like I'm I'm gonna try and make it happen, that's that is where I go. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. We have we were talking last week. Um, unfortunately, Ren wasn't here, but we yeah. were talking last week with the band uh, Tequila Sunrise. That nice. I was gonna ask what your like. I guess favorite song that you've written is, but it's hard to pick a. I think it's hard to pick a favorite child. Oh, it's like, it would be like, but yeah, you, you've you've just hit the nail on the on the head there. It would be like picking a, a favorite child, wouldn't it? Um, so um, I think so. All of the favorite music that I've ever written has come in silk tape. I've been in projects before um, where I've kind of been the lead songwriter, um, and I again I don't feel like I've expressed myself as well as I have done as I do in this project this is definitely yeah. the most me in terms of music and that's just an amazing feeling um, so it would have to be one from the current roster um, the one that we finish pretty much every one of our shows it's actually the only song that we've played at every single Silk Tape show since we started back in 2022 um, it's a little song called Turn Away and Face of the Day and if you've, we've yes. not released it um, but if you've been to one of our tracks and we've got a little demo of it on SoundCloud but um, if you've been to one of our track, one of our shows um, yeah that's for me um, it's a song that keeps growing like every couple of months I'll add something new to it and it's just gotten to a point now where that song is so just indicative of what Silk Tape is to me that um, I just adore it and I would say it's probably um, my, my favourite song that I've maybe ever written in, in my entire silly little life yeah that's let's so go with beautiful. that yeah let's that's go with really that cool. yeah yeah i think it's hard to pick like a favorite song i think i'll i'll also ask you this question mm. then we were we were talking last week about how when you play the songs yeah. over and over again yeah. you can forget as an audience member mm. that these like r- people mm. like these mm. like um performers yeah have heard these songs a million and a half yeah. times so i think it's hard to pick a favorite child do you have a least favorite child not a least oh, favorite, but do you yeah, have one that you're a... like, oh, come on, so this one? we typically, like, with ones that we get disconnected with, we typically end up, unfortunately, putting them on a shelf. And yeah. sometimes, oh, okay. uh, then sometimes we'll bring them back, just as a little, especially if it's ones that people have invested time in learning, we'll kind of, like, bring them back as a little Easter egg. Yeah. Um, we had, there was a point last year where we had a bit of a moment with Stride, which was our first release, where, again, we had just played it at every show. Mm-hmm. And it was we just kind of like we were like oh do we have to play this again and then well then I saw someone sing it and I was like no I love this song more than I love anything in the world right now (laughs) so so it's connected with someone keep it we need to keep it that's (laughs) so so cute yeah so So, um whoever you were you saved stride (laughs) which is great because stride is a great song oh thank you yeah okay um sorry no you're good (laughs) oh no we did it again it's fine you go just go okay um yeah, so how, I mean, obviously you don't hail from Brighton. Yeah. Um, how does, like, how did Brighton, did you, like, create your band here in Brighton? Um, so my emotional support drummer, who I normally bring with me to all interviews, life events, and general other bits and bobs, who um, has pre- previous engagements today, um, um, is um, actually from the West Country as well. Um, he he has been kind of like he's like and I started playing music together. Um, we have been in bands with each other since we were very very small. We played music with each other when we were like in like school and stuff, and like you know just in like you know um, in school performances. And I have typically 
we've lived with each other in the West Country um, in London when we brief- both brief- briefly had a period there. Um, and we've lived with each other in Brighton as well. I bet. So as much as Silk Tape started in Brighton and the other two the other two guys, Callum and Jake, we met here and kind of added to here. Um, Alex and I have kind of followed each other up and down the country since we were very, very small. Um, so, yeah. Um, it kind of, yeah, I, I, I guess it started years ago but in terms of this project yeah we we put it together um it was post-pandemic obviously as we all well know the world shut down for a little Mm. bit um now like three four years ago which is absolutely insane to me how was that four years ago what on uh yeah what (laughs) yeah um so alex and i were playing in um a very kind of like we were playing in like an indie pop band before before the pandemic um We'd hilariously just released a song called Pass It On before the pandemic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, My wow. word. We Incredible had no idea timing. that was incoming. Yeah. yeah. Co- like, comedic levels of poor timing. <laughs> um, that song's still out there somewhere. Um, you can find it, although I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, so we, um, Alex and I locked down together. Um, um, I think we both had been listening to music that was a little bit heavier for quite some time. Um, I've turned up to um, to the studio today dressed entirely in black, which is indicative of how much like sad music and emo coded music I listen to. So I'd really wanted to kind of like introduce that to a, a project for a long time. Um, so we started writing that in our in our house share when we weren't allowed outside, um, and that's kind of like where we wrote what I call like the proto silk tape set. Um, there is only two three surviving songs in our in our roster from that original set, but it kind of like set the foundations for what silk tape is now um and then it was after that that we that we added callum who um i'd known for quite some time um we used to we used to work together and then um jake i went to uni with as well um so he eventually he was the last to join we added him around halloween the following year actually um but that's kind of i I actually say like when jake joined the band uh, in that halloween that was kind of when uh, i think that was halloween like 2022 that was when silk tape really kind of yeah, yeah really kicked off um we kind of like played a couple of shows really stride beforehand but um yeah silk tape really kind of like kicked off what it is now um in brighton about yeah coming up to two years ago now yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like it's very cool how you can like just hear how much i mean yeah. just from that story yeah. like you can hear how much like brighton has influenced yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely like um, just getting together and stuff absolutely getting together and kind of like again um i think it just kind of like again just being more comfortable as I am as a person has allowed me to write music that therefore represents me better um yeah. which means I'm probably writing better music because it's I'm I'm more in touch with it so yeah thanks Brighton thanks you lovely yeah. <laughs> lovely little city yeah I mean I know that we've mentioned about Brighton bands but are there bands like just generally speaking that you found that you've really connected with that have inspired you in your writing so Possible not to mention my chemical romance. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. It's, it's of absolutely course. impossible not to mention them. Um, yeah. Um, if, if you've listened to Silk Tape for more than 10 seconds, that's probably, or if you've been to one of our shows, it's probably evident that I've spent far too much time listening to that band. I was actually in the top 0.05% on Spotify last year, which is wow. incredible. That's hilarious. I looked at that and was like, I need to, I need to stop that. Um, but no. Um, to be honest, my Spotify raps always just incredibly confusing, and I have d- d- no idea how any of that ever ever influences what I'm doing. I'll just be like my chem, and it'll just be like 
like massive attack or something. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, um, I think a, um, a lot of bands from that kind of like um, just like third wave of like emo call when emo got pop, kind of like um, as much as obviously I adore bands like um, American Football from yeah. like the 90s. I'm massive. I've had a such a big cry when they played in Brighton. When I was at the at the gig and they just they, I was like, no, I'm gonna keep it together. I'm gonna keep it together. And literally within like. <laughs> 30 seconds of guitar is just like okay I'm bawling my eyes out okay this is hilarious um, but um, yeah bands like that um, obviously have always been really 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 big for me but um, I think kind of like um, what I engage with most at least with what I want to do from this project is like I say bands from from that like third wave like Mike Cat, Mike M Jimmy Eat World uh, Paramore yeah. Yes. yeah when it basically became pop music um and uh, yeah I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pop girly at heart i kind of do that and i kind of yes. like um yeah um as much as i code it with um lots of distortion and maybe some vocally aggressive performances um <laughs> i write pop music fundamentally and that's kind of i think that kind of like whole wave of bands is pretty much where i think most of my influence comes from um especially with the two singles that we've got coming out what have i mentioned that about yeah yeah you, you won't know when they're coming when, when <laughs> They're just going to appear one day. It's going to drop. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to follow the Silk Tape Instagram. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, we are Silk Tape on all social medias, I believe. I think we're I think we're on most, yeah. We're most active on Instagram. Come to that one. Come party with us on Instagram, please. Yeah. You heard it here first. All all yeah. social media. So MySpace, yeah, yeah. I, 4chan, I, I think we're on, I <laughs> Tumblr. Think, are, we, are we on MySpace? I don't know, probably not. I, I, I think I was going to do it as a joke, but I think it, I don't know if it's possible to make one anymore. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think that's lost to the ether yeah, now. Yeah, I'm. I'm bringing it back. Bebo as well. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna bring bring back Bebo. Yeah. What is Bebo? What? What is Bebo? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm showing my age now, aren't I? Yeah. It was a it was a social media before um before like Instagram. Oh, do you know what Bebo is? I do. Is that a British thing? It might be a British thing. I think it was. I think it was pretty universal. Um, but it was um yeah it was where um where I probably most express express my tortured soul as a teenager to be honest <laughs> did move over to Tumblr in the late teens of course yes yeah, didn't yeah. we all yeah yeah fantastic times on Tumblr um bit of a silly question for you okay. Love silly okay. questions let's go let's go well I say silly mm. this is the most serious question you're ever going to be asked ever okay fantastic I'm ready um so obviously you know how many instruments are in your band. Like, um, we what? are pretty much the most, I'd say, typical kind of rock band setup in the fact that we've got two guitarists, we've got a bass guitar and we've got a drummer. And then we kind of have a, a front person and some singers as well. Sorry, you mentioned um, American football earlier. Yes. I'm, I'm going to see them with Harrison. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, that, when they come in it's, September. Or it's going to be. A, they're playing at the Roundhouse, aren't they? In, I, I believe in London. Think so. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at it. I was like, do I go again? Do I spend money I don't have to go see about? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But um, yeah. So usual rock band setup. So mm. then, of course, you mm. know, you get the taster of all the, mm. the sort of. Have you ever played? Do you play anything else other than guitar? So um, I. So I play bass as well. Um, I will often kind of. Um, yeah. No, um, when I do demos and stuff, I'll often put down like a lot of like bass parts and stuff. Um Piano as well was actually my first instrument. I mm, mentioned yeah. the, the theatre background and that kind of tracks, doesn't it? So yeah, I started out as a as a pianist and then somehow ended up playing the electric guitar. Um, but uh, other than that, kind of um, other than vocals as well, which um, I count as an instrument, um, I don't um, haven't made a foray into anything into anything else really. Did go through a period of kind of programming um orchestral fantasy music for Dungeons and Dragons campaigns in lockdown but that was just a that was that I was a that. that was a phase I think you're the I coolest person so we're ever going to have on the show I agree. <laughs> like, I very so much agree yeah. 
Oh, like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Like unbelievably kind. Yeah. Um, uh, so if you could play any instrument, yeah. any instrument at all, mm, what if you could pick it up yeah. and just know that you could be good at it in like two months, what would you do? Oh, goodness. I, probably it would definitely be something orchestral. There is a big part of me that loves um, yeah. that loves listening to kind of like not just like score, but um, I've got a love, love the opera as well. Yeah. Um, was um um went was lucky enough to see a um a Giuseppe Verdi production uh a production of La Traviata in Prague about about eighteen months ago. Oh my um, goodness! I am so incredibly jealous. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, the, honestly, if you find yourself in Prague, I think it's one of the best um best countries in the world to go and watch the opera because um it's not a black tie event there. Um, oh. you have people that obviously turn up black tie, but um. I was somewhere in the middle. I was kind of like smart casual, but there were people like in their like, yeah. hiking bags and hiking sandals and stuff, and <laughs> you're just sitting enjoying some of the most beautiful singing you've ever heard in your life. Um, obviously, all orchestrally scored in like the most beautiful building I think I've ever sat in in my entire life. Oh. Um, I've completely swerved your question and just just talked about how much I love opera. <laughs> I love opera. Opera's fantastic. Opera's really good. Oh, yeah, you should. Um, unbelievable. But um, I think um, if I um, could pick up another instrument, it would. I mean, I've got enough. I've got enough strings in, in my in my arsenal. I probably could um probably could like move over to violin with less effort. But I so say it probably would be some kind of wind or or brass, maybe a flute, maybe a mm-hmm. trumpet, maybe a horn of some variety. Something something cool. Yeah. Yeah, you could be a one man band. Absolutely. Like we'll do um, that. Yeah. what's the guy in Mary Poppins that? Does oh the... goodness. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm following. I'm following. Yeah. Yeah. Dick yeah. Van Dyke's yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. What's yes. his name? I can't remember. Gone. It's gone. Bert? Yeah. yeah? Is no, it I'm going to go I with Bert. I think you're right, yeah. yeah. I think it's Bert. I think it is Bert. We all go quiet as we're trying yeah. to remember the <laughs> right. name of this no, game. We're going we're gonna to get to the bottom of this now. Um, Ren, what would you play? Oh, if you could play anything. Oh my, The didgeridoo. Oh, that's really? I really want to play the didgeridoo. That's yeah. yeah. What about you? I Last week I said accordion, but I think I might go violin. It, it is Bert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. Another knowledge. win for Teddy. <laughs> Great Teddy win. We've got um. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke knowledge is through the roof here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. How's he turns like ninety eight this year, right? He's still not to make you keep looking he's up still things. About. He's still he's still killing it. He's oh, so weird. He's already ninety eight. He's turning ninety nine this year. He's turning ninety nine this what? year. Good for him. Fantastic innings. And may he reign forever. Absolutely. What wonderful innings that is. I think that's made my day. Renna's taking a sip of water. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't think we'd pause. Staying no, hydrated, okay. listeners. Yeah. Being hydrated is both cool and sexy. Yeah, if you need to take Agreed. a drink, please yeah. take a little drink of water. Um, yeah, praying you guys didn't hear me drink. No, we didn't. <laughs> just I the, just the glugging noise. Yes, I didn't. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what, um... Okay, another silly question. Another silly question. Just keep we're them just... coming. I love the silly questions. Yeah. Um, what, uh, as someone who has like had a taster of all the the the, the instruments in in a band, mm. if you had to, someone paid you. You don't know any instruments. Yeah. Someone paid you five hundred dollars, and they said, "Hey." You need to learn an instrument in a band. We have every other instrument in the band. You have to learn one instrument and be able to play, like, a song. Not, oh. like, what is the instrument that you pick up? I'm going to have to throw someone under the bus. Yeah, yeah. that's the um, point. It's not the drummer. The, you should see me behind a drum kit. Like, I can, yeah. 
Um, when it comes to melodies and kind of like writing rhythms, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm there. But if you put me behind a drum kit, it is embarrassing. I can't make that happen. It's an, I, it's just there's so much coordination involved. So I'm not going to do the drums. Um, I'm going to have to pick the bass. There's Everybody le- does. There's less strings. Yeah. yeah. There's less strings, and you're often kind of playing roots. And obviously, like I'm not going to throw shade at like you know, you know, people that have spent hours learning their craft. I mean, obviously there are bassists out there that are like. T- phenomenal phenomenal musicians it's not an easy instrument by any stretch of the imagination yeah, none of them are easy it's just like but i think that if um i had to busk an instrument i would just pick up the bass and learn some root notes and yeah. kind of like just try and stay inside the pocket and just yeah that would be that would be it that's so interesting yeah. that's what tequila sunrise says as yeah. well which is very strange because like i don't know if i had to mm. pick mm. And I obviously no shade yeah. because it's like all the instruments are hard in their yeah. own way. But it's like, what do I think is yeah. the not easiest, yeah. but like not simplest? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I would say drums. Yeah. I would honestly think because yeah. there's no notes. Yeah. It's just rhythm. This is it. I mean, you can like in terms of kind of like, you know, I obviously have worked with Alex for quite some time. And I know that sometimes like, he'll have bits that he hasn't even you know there'll be parts in our set that he's not nailed down his part yet he just knows kind of like what what's coming and what to kind of do and that you, there's no way you could do that with a stringed instrument mm-hmm. um yeah. with kind of well there is i mean obviously there's improvisation there's jazz there's blues but we're not that kind of band with like improvised yeah. solo sections a lot of um my string parts are incredibly deliberate um i just like to write big chords across three instruments that, that sound enormous um but I, I think it's um, what kind of separates the, the, the drums from, say, something like the bass is just the sheer level of coordination. You've got so many, so Things many moving parts. On. Yeah, so many moving parts. So I just, um, that terrifies me. Um, I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot stick. And yeah, I um, definitely wouldn't try and learn it, the busket and learn it in time for a gig because um, you're also just really loud and you're kind of like the beating heart of the band. You're like the metronome of the entire yeah. band. That is very band. true. And if... Um, Honestly, especially in the kind of genre that we play, I would say a band's only as good as their drummer. Um, yeah, yeah. If we didn't have a phenomenal drummer, Alex, if you if you are listening when you're out doing your shopping, you are getting some love here. <laughs> um, you're you're only as good as your drummer, and I think if you um, if you have a bad one, it's so so obvious. Yeah. Um, to be honest, um, again, like um, to be fair, if anyone if any of your instrument parts are bad, but I think kind of like um bass rhythm guitar can hide behind the rest of the uh, rest of the band a little bit easier yeah you um, can't have both be like yeah n- i say bad with air yeah. quotes but yeah. like if you have like a bassist yeah. who's not super confident yeah, yeah. or whatever the, the rhythm guitars can take that over yeah it's just, i mean it's it. you've got that whole like obviously uh, kind of like you know the, the bass frequency is really important and I'm, obviously i'm very blessed to have talented <laughs> talented talented yeah. boys that i do play with yes. yeah yeah um but um yeah i'd say um yeah i definitely definitely wouldn't touch the drums um probably wouldn't wouldn't touch like if i if, if i'd had no experience kind of like fronting a band before um oh goodness it's just such a so many eyes on you at all times yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm thinking that bass yeah. is like a very obvious answer yeah i might have to i might have to cut bass out of the equation yeah You're like you can't yeah. pick, you yeah. can't pick yeah. bass. Yeah. yeah they're like Someone we else. have already we already have a bassist here's 500 dollars. pick a different instrument <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the bassist formed the band it's yeah. the bassist baby. You can't kick him. You can't kick them out of it. But you don't hear often hmm? uh, of a bassist formed band. Um, that's um, it's a very. I mean, this is where I probably should, uh, as a as a big old music fan, have like lots and lots of uh, I guess, I guess the police. Sting, Sting was a bass yeah. player. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say that. Let's go with, let's go with, let's go with Sting. 
Let's go with Sting. I didn't yeah. think I'd be speaking about Sting on air today, but <laughs> here we are. He's unavoidable. Yeah, yeah. Sting yeah. is inevitable. Sting is inevitable. <laughs> Rock is forever, but Sting yeah. is inevitable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a threat and a yeah. promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. At all times. <laughs> yeah. Are there like um, are there any venues in Brighton that you haven't performed at that you would really love to, or that you're planning to that um, you can talk about? So the ones that um, we've pretty much covered all of our all of our bases in terms of kind of like the mid-sized venues that we kind of like would want to play. I mean, Brighton's got um, some wonderful venues. Um, when we started playing, we basically overplayed venues like Pipeline, Rossi, the smaller ones, because um, yeah. they're fantastic, but there's less um, there's less ticket pressure. You can only fit like 40, 50 people in them. So it's yeah. easy to fill them up. Um, we've kind of... Um, we try and avoid them if we can now, just because where they are smaller venues, they've got smaller PAs, and we kind of are slightly, slightly precious about how we sound these days. Um, mm. But Brighton's got some amazing mid-sized venues. Um, absolutely love Green Door Store, um, yes. Albert, um, Hope and Ruin. I'm absolutely. I need to stop playing the Hope and Ruin. We played it to <laughs> death last year, but it's just one of my favourite, not just venues but places in the entire city. Um, so I guess for us, kind of like the next step would be like it'd be real nice to play somewhere like like chalk or or like concord or something yeah. we're not not quite interesting enough to people yet that we have uh, the ability to do so but um yeah girl can dream you will you will yeah. get you will, you will. Yeah, that's it. it's not that you're not interesting i promise it's yeah. just that you know you get you, there's, you just, know. there's so many interesting bands in brighton so, there yeah. are there's so it's, it's so true. many so but many I, I love that it's not yeah. i will say it doesn't feel like i don't want to say competition mm. But it's like I feel like I mean I don't want to be as yeah. as someone who's in a band, yeah, yeah. but like as someone who's in a band, it's like I don't as whereas yeah. other places yeah. it could be viewed as yeah. competition as like oh they got the spot. Yeah, it's I. It's community rather yeah. than competition in Brighton yes. for sure. Yeah. Um, there are definitely some like there are some tight little scenes even within Brighton where just every and if, if they're all very open, they're all very very inclusive, and it's just that's what's wonderful about being here. Like you say, I yeah I don't. I don't really feel like I'm competing with with anyone down here. I kind of feel like we're all trying to help each other yeah. up to the next level, up to the next rung. I think that's wonderful. I think it's how it should be. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It is. It is really cool to see like yeah. I don't even know different people on different people's stories yeah, or, yeah. on like Instagram and like absolutely yeah different people opening for different so people. I'm always looking to especially where we, where we did a couple of like self promoted gigs. I'm always kind of like going to gigs to look for people that would be cool to kind of like share a stage with and kind of like. Just like tell a story with a lineup, kind of like put together like bands that really like work together. That's kind of a yeah, it, it's I mean, a dream to do that. In it's Brighton. really lovely to yeah. see how well bands get on around yeah. here, and that there's just it's just such a huge mm. community to yeah. view. And talking to anyone, yeah. they will have five, six other bands that they know from Brighton that they're yeah. just like, yes, please go listen to these people as well. And and then those bands are so yeah. nice as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is it. I could I could talk endlessly about bands that I, I, I that I love in Brighton. Um, I'm gonna shout out Antifa Super Soldier while I'm here as well, just because I love them so dearly. And they, they were they on last night? They were playing. They, they played on. It wasn't last night. It was the night. It was on Thursday night. They headlined the Rossi Bar. Right. Yeah. 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 I was. I was there. I was at the front. Yeah, I saw that on yeah. your story. Yeah. 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 Not to be yeah. weird, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. sick. Um, we were talking to. Uh, yeah, it's just like we were talking to Jamie's band. Uh, yeah. Uh, single, single parents. parents. Yeah. And they pointed us in the direction of wrong trousers and yeah. then wrong trousers pointed us in the direction of someone else and it's just so like it, it's so interconnected we all love yeah. each other it's, it's great. great it's, it's so lovely, lovely. It? Yeah. 
Yeah. It is beautiful. I yeah. think that's something that like because obviously I've moved here for university myself. Yeah. I there's a very tiny community of people that do yeah. music live. Yeah. Um so it's so nice to come here and have so many bands and musicians yeah. and how interwoven everyone is. You, I love it. Honestly, you I think you'd be hard pressed to have like a like a boring week in Brighton if you're into live music. It's just there's always yes. there's always just an amazing gig happening every week. There's there's I'd say that there's a highlight at least one every week. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, we have hit the. I mean, actually, technically, we've hit the forty-five yeah, minute yeah. mark, but we've hit the fifteen-minute mark. Yeah. Would you like us to play a song of yours? Oh my goodness! Yeah, you can you can play one of our songs. Yeah. Any of them, or oh uh, yeah, you, you know what? I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You can you can pick whatever you wanna whatever you wanna play. All right, we will play "Stride" by Silk oh, Would you like to introduce the song or? Yeah, no. So this um, is the first song that we released as a band. This was kind of like Silk Tape in its infancy. Um, it was a song that um, I wrote, kind of like with feelings of just coming out of um out, out of the the big old situation we'd just been in where we'd all been locked inside there's a little bit yeah. of frustration there's a little bit of reflection going on in it and it's just a, all about kind of like moving forward and being better and that's um that's that stride here it is awesome. well, my little child
times three. There we go. All right, that was Stride by Silk Tape. Thank you so much uh, to our wonderful guest for introducing that song. Uh, we were talking in the break about um, just like... What were we talking about? We were just talking about, well, um, I was kind of teasing um, teasing when my next releases were, were incoming and such the like. Um, and, um, yeah, we were talking about kind of, um, yeah, typically kind of like how, how bands go about releasing, how we've kind of like gone about releasing tracks in the past and just um, how um, basically um, anyone that is listening that's kind of it, like wondering when the next Silk Tape kind of like songs are coming, um, they're done. Um, they're finished. We have... Um, We've got them. We've got them in the in the tank, and um, they're just going to arrive one day. Um, you're not gonna. You're not gonna know when. Um, we're going to give you a little teaser the night before, um, and we're just going to release them. Um, so um, that's going to be that's going to be quite exciting for Very you. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about how like not pre-saving doesn't feel worth it, mm. but it's like there's something about pre-saving that just mm. doesn't feel like it keeps up with the industry anymore. I mean, this I, I was, again, when I was um, kind of advised on how to release music, um, we were always taught you want to do like a two-month campaign. And I, that makes sense in terms of like getting your music out to press and such the like. Um, but we can, we can do that while um, the song hasn't been announced. And, you know, Who's to say that we aren't doing that now? Who's to say that these songs aren't circulating around blogs? You just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I kind of, with this year, I kind of feel like I, rather than kind of like advertising a product that doesn't exist yet, I kind of want to just release something tangible for you all to wrap your ears around and then basically just give you that for, for a month or two um, and then move on to the next one. Um, yeah. I feel like um, I felt that might be a more sensible way of doing it. Um, if we crash and burn in doing so in going against the trend Silk Tape have done it for you so you don't need to try this experiment if anything <laughs> we're doing you all a, a great service by testing that um, wonderful favour yeah, absolutely yeah. aren't we just saintly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I was just saying that like I mean the one that I I, I just want to talk about him I think yeah. but the one that I was thinking about recently is like yeah. James Marriott just released an album sure. in like November yeah, yeah. and it uh just the pre-saves is like it makes yeah it does make sense from like a like a business standpoint. But oh, it just makes for, so much sense. I don't yeah. understand the whole thing of like pre-saving just because it. For me personally, it gives me time to forget about the music I, and be not forget yeah. but be like, like pre-save it. Yeah. Be happy that I'm gonna yeah. you know see it and then not really remember it. But I, whereas when it comes out, yeah. I can he listen to I it. I honestly feel like um kind of like it's the way that we all, again, we're going completely against talking about this, but the way that people engage with media in 2024 is just categorically different to how we engage with it, especially social media, how we engaged with it all a few years ago. I mean, obviously, you know, TikTok's reels, the onus is kind of like on quick 15 second videos that can kind of grab your attention. And I feel mm-hmm. like if you've actually got a product to kind of give somebody in those 50 seconds, you're kind of probably more likely to stick about in their minds than here's 15 seconds of something that's going to exist in two months. That's just my thinking on it. I've not tested it yet, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, yeah. it could, you know, some music producer could be listening right now and they're like, oh, that's not, yeah, that's not correct. Yeah, yeah some, yeah, I'm probably, yeah, someone somewhere is going to be like being like, what's, what are they doing? Stop that. Somebody stop George. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to try it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be danged. I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you find like promoting your music and your band generally speaking? Because I feel like a lot of people really struggle to get their music out there, especially. I mean, 
Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, um, to be honest, like if I'm if I'm being you know open and vulnerable about the whole process, which is the whole silk tape ethos, to be fair, it's just me standing on a stage wearing far too much eyeliner, being vulnerable and open. Um, I yeah, it's been it's been trickier kind of like getting our music out there to the wider world than it has been kind of like building a captive audience um kind of like both but 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 just locally to be honest um um i've got so much faith in us as a as a you know as, as a performing act and as kind of um i've got faith in our songs as well but um it's really difficult getting it out there mainly because um we kind of discussed how in brighton alone there are so many good bands like there is just such yeah. a massive amount of quality just in the bn1 postcode and then when you open that to the wider world like there's just so many i mean kind of like we are living in a time where it music is more accessible to learn and to kind of like produce and to release than ever before in human yeah. history like anyone you know with connection to the internet um can pick up an instrument learn it um, they can learn production just pick you know you can produce you don't need a recording studio to release and record music these days you can do it all from a, you can do it all from a macbook you know um and as a result just kind of like the quality uh and not just quality but quality and quantity of music that's being released is just enormous so it's it's quite difficult not to get lost in and among it um yeah, yeah but um that being said you've just kind of um i think you've just kind of got to find your own little your own little unique niche you got to find a, a cool little community of people that are behind you and um, to kind of like get the ball rolling and i think that's kind of um that's our focus on the next year is just kind of um to make our content kind of that promotes our music just a little bit more engageable a little bit more kind of personal and just kind of try and try and get the ball ro rolling with a with a cool little gang of people that kind of want to want to listen to what we've got to say yeah, yeah yeah definitely where does um where does the name silk tape come from by the way oh my goodness um it so it was it was we we were sleep tape for about a day and then we realized there was another hardcore band which we kind of like where we flirt with elements of hardcore and music i mean we're not really up it's kind of obviously like it's easy to be like yeah, yeah post hardcore band just because that's what what my chem did like we're, we're not really hard we're, we're softcore we're, we're not there's nothing <laughs> nothing really hard about us but um there's there's a hardcore band called sleep tape um in england that are active so we're like yeah we're gonna be called sleep tape and we're like there's literally a band on the scene with this name um so then we just changed it to silk as a placeholder and then we didn't stop going as that and then we released music under that name and then we branded t-shirts with that name on it and then people that started coming to our gigs started referring to themselves as tapeworms which we found hilarious <laughs> um so we kind of got far too um it's really funny actually. yeah 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 if, if you're a fan of silk tape you're a tapeworm that's if, if you yeah anyone can be a tapeworm they um such a grotesque term but um we've kind of we've learned to accept it we've learned to mm. embrace it if anything it's my favorite thing about the name these days it's the fact that people run around calling themselves tapeworms that's on on, <laughs> on, on our account <laughs> wonderful brilliant what a beautiful image for you all on a saturday afternoon <laughs> yeah um oh sorry i was about i thought you were gonna say something no you um, but i was gonna go back <laughs> <laughs> apologies coughing down the mic again um i was going to go back to speaking about promotional stuff and mm. then with the tapeworm side yeah. of things do you think you'd ever make like merch with tapeworms and focus in on there that? have been discussions there have. there have been discussions um we are looking to do a new line of merch it is it is on you know i think it's made it 
further past the ideas like table the initial ideas table than it probably should have done <laughs> there <laughs> like, to the point where they have like, mock up designs so yeah potentially Beautiful. that's incredible yeah yeah <laughs> i think we might lean into it yeah, yeah please do yeah you know what yeah Tate worm yeah. t-shirts in coming 2024 <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Um So yeah, what um Nope. <laughs> I had a thought and it was just it's just gone. It's okay. Um are you, are you okay if I jump in? Yeah, go ahead, yeah, jump Thank in, you. please. Um, jump all you want. So with your new music, would you say that there's any, like, a different direction that you're going in? Or are you trying anything specifically new? I think or, we're just, yeah. I think we're just kind of leaning into more of what we discussed earlier. Um, in terms of kind of, like, that wave of emo core. I think we've just yeah. kind of, we've just, we've just thrown ourselves into that. Um, if you've been to any of our shows recently, you definitely heard that that's kind of the direction that we're heading in now and um yeah we've recorded two tracks that really really kind of like hit that sad little nail on the head and i'm really happy about it um yeah, yeah. I'm, re I'm really really honestly in terms of these tracks like don't get me wrong i like the music that we've got online now um it's not going anywhere it'll always carry a special place in in, in my heart but um i'm just really excited to get these new tracks up um and big up to um, phoebe at brighton electric for all of her help with um um, being our basically over the last few months she's been our recording engineer she's been our producer she's also kind of been our therapist she's just been <laughs> one of the most wonderful people to work with um so send, sending phoebe from brighton electric all of the love they got brighton electric in general yeah, yeah. we were talking yeah. tequila sunrise and i were talking about yeah. that last week it's just yeah. big ups brighton electric yeah. i miss that place we were yeah. my my band rehearses at pirate now yeah yeah but i miss brighton electric yeah. i miss the camaraderie you know absolutely it's like I, I miss feeling like someone's next door doing something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We had a, a brief pirate phase as well, um, as in rehearsing at pirate, not becoming privateers <laughs> on the open sea. Yeah, so, I mean, so, why not? Pirate, yeah. Is a, yeah, yeah. pirate is a rehearsing studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't privateering at any point. Um, but um, Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Maybe, depending on how this year goes, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, we'd have to learn to sail first. It might be a whole ordeal. We move. Um, but yeah, no, Brighton Electric's a wonderful place to kind of like rehearse and record. Um, I'm going to shout out Small Pond as well. We rehearse there most weeks and just the whole team at Small Pond. Um, it's just, um, they're some of our favourite people in Brighton. Um, yeah. yeah. Brighton, good. Brighton? <laughs> Brighton, good. Not going to be controversial here, but yeah. Brighton, good. Bright Brighton, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do love it here. I'm not yeah. from here. Yeah. Like I, uh, as well as you, I'm not. I'm right, you're not yeah. from here, are you? No, I'm not from here. None of us are from here. None of us. Yeah. But still gravitated towards it. Pretty great. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. It um, it's definitely like an interesting place to find people as well. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Just to gravitate towards other people. As Absolutely. Well. It's just um, in terms of like building a network here, it's been one of the most. I mean, this is it. I can be, I can be, I can be a little, a little bit, a little bit shy sometimes. So, but building a network here is effortless because it's just, um, it's just my kind of people, really, and it yeah. just means it makes it a lot easier to kind of like build those connections, um, to like have the the, the relevant people to work with, and also just pals, just real, just pals, real yeah. good buds around here. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, real I good time to be had. We're real good people. I I love how friendly people are around yeah. here. I think I, I'm quite shy too, which is mm. why I tend to be a little bit mm. more quiet. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's so nice to be around so many nice people and just, 
like I feel more at home here yeah. than I do like from my actual home sometimes. Oh my goodness. I'm I, like yeah same yeah like, I cannot stress enough like how, how much I, I echo that sentiment with you it's just it's it's amazing to be able to be be more you right yeah definitely yeah. how long have you lived here by the way Oh my giddy aunt, I have lived here now. Yeah, <laughs> my mum says that. Yeah, I have lived here now, um, probably coming up to year seven. I've yeah. been there a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. What, um, outside of music, what's your favourite part? Like, um, what are you doing? To be honest, like the, the um, restaurants, food. Yes, um, the food is actually The food pretty, is unbelievable here. Um, we won't get me talking about food for too long. Anyone that follows us on Instagram will um, see that I'm slowly trying to turn Silk Tape into a food blog. I did see that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I caught that. Yeah, that's um, that's my little plan in case the music doesn't take off. I can just uh, turn it into a food blog. It's absolutely fun. Um, <laughs> Let's repurpose the whole thing. Absolutely. And, yeah. um, You'd really have to get rid of the, the tape worms. We would definitely... Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, would yeah, not envi- Environmental <laughs> health would definitely <laughs> not take too kindly to tape worms being discussed in, in, in a food blog. Um, yeah. Anyone that will give me the opportunity to talk about it will know that I was a professional chef for five years, and that's kind of like um, where I spent most of my working career. Um, so um, the whole food side of Brighton for me is just you know not only was I a part of that for quite some time, um, it's just one of the most amazing places um, in the south to just go and get good food. Um, anyone listening now um, that wants a recommendation list of restaurants, I have a document that I've made. <laughs> oh, um, wow. I've organised it by cuisine and price point. Just DM oh us on Instagram gosh. and I'll send it over to you. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is impressive. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, I want that. Yeah, I'll I kind of yeah, yeah. want that. Yeah, I'll send it over. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sharing's caring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, talking about, you know, being yourself in Brighton, mm. how has Brighton helped you, like, I don't know, find yourself, find your sound? Um, so, so that's kind of, kind of a big question. Yeah, sorry. no. So, um, so in terms of kind of, um, it's allowed me to be like more authentically like myself than anywhere that I've lived. Um, sure. In terms of um, both kind of like in gender identity and um, in terms of kind of um, um, and with that as well, kind of like being with that open with me is just that's just allowed the music to come so so easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so big thing to want to sing about really who'd have thunk mm-hmm. it um but it's just kind of like just um obviously that whole issue like the gender trademark um is just um once I, I kind of felt more settled in that that's just kind of um yeah i've never felt like more true to me and brighton is obviously so you know it's just an amazing city that kind of allows you to do that kind of like um you know kind of like largely free of any any kind of like you know judgment or anything that kind of like you know anything in terms of that so i'd say for that for brighton that's kind of like probably been its biggest influence for me in terms of me being me and therefore writing good old tunes yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. i think i i feel you with the gender side of things yeah. i very much i've been able to be myself here from yeah. the very beginning and yeah. i've not felt judged yeah. and yeah. i really really right. appreciate it yeah mm. no, no, likewise yeah well we've hit the uh second 15 minute mark we've yeah. hit the 30 minute mark so technically an hour and 15 minutes yeah, so yeah. we've been in the studio but um yeah would you like to introduce um jaded yeah let's introduce jaded um jaded was a kind of just song written entirely out of frustration about just kind of the way things were kind of going in terms of the wider world um and it's a song about kind of like feeling a bit uh and then kind of like calling to action about it yeah um it's, it's not it's, it's not really um 
there's not really quite as much depth to stride it was uh, again i kind of mentioned earlier i can't remember if we were on air or not when i mentioned it but um jaded was a song that happened in about two hours um it was just it was a mood it was a feeling um and it has a real good energy about it and um yeah one of my favorite ones to play live 100 percent. yeah yeah amazing well this is jaded by silk That was Jaded by Silk Tape, and we were having a little moment while we were... Yes. I'll let you guys talk about it if you want to, but that okay. was yeah. it was very cute. So I just had all of all of my hair, which I've got an abundance of, getting stuck in my headphones. So, oh, no. so there we go. We're okay. We move. We move. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about, like, does it surprise you, like, how much your music, I guess, like, affects, touches people? Um, yeah, I guess I kind of alluded to this earlier, like when I had someone turn up and knowing words and kind of like, I'm um, obviously just having a discussion there that we've had um, someone, just obviously, um, that, um, you've listened to my music here as well. And it's just, um, it's just yeah. remarkable to know that um, anything that I have done, like in my personal time and kind of released as a form of kind of like therapy for me has gone on to have an impact on someone else in their life. Honestly, that's... Um, one of the most remarkable feelings. I'm, I, I'm going to be. I, I'm yeah. so, so grateful that you've um, chat, you've been, <laughs> yeah. you, you listen, <laughs> you've been listening to us, and it's been helpful for you. That's um, yeah. that's, 
I, I just said for yeah. listeners that Jaded was my anthem before I came out to my parents and it's the impact it's had on me and the impact it's had on so many other people is just it's incredible I'm um, beaming. I'm, yeah. literally, I'm going to be carrying this with me all, all, all week, all month. Yeah. I'm going to carry this one into March. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. No problem. Yeah. I mean, thank you for the music. <laughs> it's absolutely my pleasure. Yeah, but like music like affects all of us, I think. Yeah. And so it's, it, it, it is that kind of... I feel like it's very... It makes a lot of sense that you, if you make music, you don't mm. understand how much it like affects other people. Because... Yeah. I think even, I mean, maybe not, I was going to say Maddie Healy, but maybe not Maddie Healy, mm. just, you know. But someone like, I don't know, let's go out of the box here. Let's yeah. just say Hozier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's not yeah. thinking about Hozier right now? Oh, I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. Big. Real. Real. Um, but, like, someone like Hozier, I mean, do you think that, like, even someone like that big understands how much their music affects people? You can't physically understand it, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, this is it. I mean, I guess um, for someone kind of like, that's bigger, someone like, kind of like Hozier, or for, for me, I'm looking at I'm looking at you, Gerard. You've done so much for me. <laughs> and you'll never know. Ger- Gerard will never know what Gerard has done for me. Um, but, yeah, um, mood. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I guess kind of um, what I was saying as well is that... Um, where obviously you know we've kind of touched upon this already where you know the music community in brighton alone is just you know it's very small but it's just packed with immensely talented artists and then the wider country you know the uk is full of incredible bands and there's the whole world is just full of immensely talented musicians um to be like this tiny little fish in this this kind of like massive ocean of kind of like um of self-expression and talent you kind of forget that your music has any chance of reaching anyone else i mean for me fundamentally um what i do with my songs is i'm i, I get my feelings off my chest yeah. um and with yeah with jaded obviously that was evident that's kind of what i was doing yeah. and um with 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 everything i write i'd be able to tell you kind of like as much as um you know sometimes keep my my lyrics a little bit vague so other people can kind of put what they need to into their songs uh, into our songs to kind of like engage with them more um there's always been at least an emotion that I've felt at the time um, that I've wanted to get off my chest when I've written a song. And it's always helped with every song that I've written, even the ones that have kind of been played live three or four times have been shelved. They have served a purpose in my life and they have, yeah, given me a, t- a form of release. So to think that my my kind of therapy time is, you know, the chance and kind of like a possibility that it's going to go out and help someone else in the, in the real world, that is... <laughs> that's silly it's <laughs> really silly yeah it's because it's, it's, you can yeah. get wrapped up in it too right like yeah. you can get wrapped up in the whole like mm. I have to make music I have to promote that music I have mm. to play that music I have yeah. to find a venue to play that music yeah. and I have to find people to come yeah. and so it's like you can kind of get wrapped up and forget that I mean at least yeah. that's what I, I yeah. must yeah. imagine yeah no it's entirely that I mean we spend so much time talking about things like branding and you know um, social media but it's when you start talking about things like seo search engine optimization and stuff it starts to feel like a little bit like okay there is like a obviously a commercial element to what we're doing because we um we obviously i love my little therapy time in my songs and it'd be really cool if i could do it more often um no shade at what i do don't 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 dislike my job but i'd be much happier if i was on a stage all the time so obviously there's a certain element um of kind of wanting to promote your music and having to think about the the logistics and the real kind of like real element of promoting it um but 
it was actually quite funny. I mean, me, me and Alex were at a gig last night and we were talking about branding. So we, we're, just, we're just always talking about self-tech. I mean, we're always talking about how we can be bigger and how we can be better and how we can share um, our music with more people. And we kind of just said as well, just kind of like, at the end of the day, the most important thing is the music. And we're really happy with what we're doing. And I think that rings really true. I think it doesn't matter kind of um, what you're doing in terms of your branding. It doesn't matter what you're doing in terms of your social media. If your music isn't, at least genuine to what you're doing. I think you've got a yeah. much harder chance of making those genuine connections with people and therefore kind of building a solid group of um a solid group of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't wanna like pry or anything, yeah. but like that you know, just from an outside standpoint, yeah. that can be really easy to burn yourself yeah. out with just thinking about numbers yeah. and like promotion yeah. all the time. So if you don't really love mm. what you're doing, I yeah. think it can become quite Quite it tedious. Can it taxing, can yeah. You a job that you're not paid for, and that yeah, yeah. just isn't. This is it. It's even less than fun. I mean, I am blessed enough that Silk Tape has been about long enough now, and that we've done enough with Silk Tape that Silk Tape pays for itself at least. Yes. Um. So, like studio time, we that you know, our our kind of like self. I mean, I kind of run a promotion company on the side, and then only ever book Silk Tape as a headline. It's a really good company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but we've kind of like made a money, enough money off of that that we can go into these like amazing studios like Brighton Electric and record, and that's paid for by the band. And that's, if anything, that's quite nice that my kind of therapy time and my hobby is paying for itself for the most part. Um, yeah, it goes back into itself. Yeah, it goes back into itself, which is really nice. But it was, um, and um, but it does. Yeah, you're dead right in the fact that kind of like this is something that isn't paying for my living, and this is taking up, in terms of like the proportion of kind of like my mental energy that it takes up and how much time I think about it and how much time I spend kind of like just nurturing it and trying to just um just encouraging it and growing it because obviously I I, I love this silly little project more than kind of any any other kind of like pursuit in in, in my life obviously um they're, sure, yeah, they're obviously yeah. they're obviously people um yeah friends and family members that I love they do love more than self tape don't worry <laughs> don't worry there's people yeah. listening but um in terms of something that I will spend my time doing I there's nothing else on this earth that I love more than 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 this silly little band and um yeah it's sometimes really it is you're right it's sometimes really hard putting so much into it uh and you know sometimes not getting as much back as you thought you were going to get yeah. um but i think it's just important to remember that again um i i'm not just doing this because i you know because of the numbers or because of looking to make money i'm if, if anything that's a very very little it's a very, yeah. very small reason that I do it. The only reason that I would like to have more of those is it would facilitate me doing this more. Yes, um, it would it would go back into itself. It would itself. go back into itself and that's kind of it. Um Um yeah. Burnout is real though. Watch watch, watch out for yourself, girlies. Don't don't push yourself too hard. Don't yeah. push yourself too hard. Yeah, it yeah. will it yeah. will love love yourself and yes. good things will happen. Yeah. yeah. Burnout is real. I mean I feel burnout even like not in a music mm. sense, just in I mean yeah. everybody I think yeah, gets burnout from sure. because you love something just so much that you yeah. want it so bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. You just go straight for yeah. it and then it I think burnout is just a burnout in itself is a labor of love, I yeah, think. For sure. But it's mm -hmm. still it's like grief. It's still yeah. such like a terrible thing. It's that so defaults. intense, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it just sucks because it's like mm. you learn to hate the thing mm. you love. Yeah. It's just like it's like being in a marriage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it's, 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 like a... But it's um, I, I'm up what you're putting down it. But it's um, I think kind of like in a, you know, in kind of like a, a, a in any kind of like relationship with anything, be it a person or a project, it's just kind of like, I guess it's just kind of like, you know, learning to love it in any capacity really, and yeah, just kind of yeah. like, and that's it for me and silk tape. Um, as much as like 
it doesn't always kind of like kind of like meet my you know my lofty expectations that I sometimes put on it it has just kind of been learning to adjust those expectations and just kind of learning to just enjoy the journey enjoy yeah, and set boundaries and stuff yeah and just kind yeah, of like enjoy definitely. every every day and enjoy every kind of a minute of what you're doing that's kind of what turn away and face the day is about to be honest actually mm-hmm. just learning yeah. to yeah if you come to one of our shows um which as much as I've got nothing solidly to announce for anyone in terms of shows at the moment, um, I'm just going to throw it out there that um, if anyone has any plans on the 17th of April, which is a Wednesday night, um, don't don't book anything in. I Keep the 17th of April very free. Ooh, um, keep noted. it incredible. Keep it immensely free <laughs> that Wednesday night. Um, free as America that night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess... My final question to you is, do you, do you have anything you want to promote? Do you want to... I've kind of just led into that, haven't I? Yeah. Um, so get us on social media. Um, if you've kind of, um, yeah, if you've kind of um, enjoyed any of the music you've listened to or connected with anything that I've had to say today, um, give us a follow on, i say Instagram's where the party really happens. Um, so that's We Are Silk Tape um, on Instagram. Um, in terms of music... It, it's it's coming it's coming we're not we're going to be quite coy about this stuff so um you won't know when it's happening but it's going to happen um so just keep your peepers peeled on our page and like i say as well um i'd say if you're brighton based um keep the 17th of april incredibly free um and i'm just going to check the calendar as well again this is a little bit sneaky because this hasn't gone out yet but um if, if you're london based as well keep the 27th of march free as well mm. very exciting very yeah. exciting yeah. Okay, well, we have one more song, Sink yeah. or Swim. Yeah. Do you want to introduce that song? Uh, this song's great. This was kind of like the re. This was like the the rebrand of um, Silk Tape after we kind of um, we launched initially at the start of 2022, um, and then um, we just um, obviously we we added Jake, and then we played that big old Halloween show and decided we were going to be a bit spookier. And Sink or Swim was the first song to come out after that era. Um, it's yeah, again, lots of feelings of kind of self reflection being it's you know being all right not to be all right and all that nonsense um which is rings incredibly true um but no um thank you so much the pair of you for having me today it's thank been, you for thank coming you so yeah, it was amazing to get to talk to you yeah, yeah it's been it's been a real pleasure um yeah hopefully see you both about soon yeah yeah awesome yeah. well this has been brighton zone um we are going to play one more song and then uh we will see you next weekend at saturday uh at noon yeah i have been teddy i have been ran thank you so much for listening
losing control. I guess that I'm not okay. Well,